tried doing it your own way, thought you didn't need any help from others, where'd that lead you? Most people who experience problems with alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, and other issues attempt to do it on their own. When things start going weary, how did your way of doing it work? Recovery requires a level of humility and accepting you cannot do it on your own, because up until then, doing it on your own did not work. Welcome listeners to Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast, which is the follow-up to the book Addiction and Recovery, and I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier. In this podcast, we explore issues regarding addiction and recovery. Information you learn here comes from the experience as a clinical supervisor, substance abuse counselor, and licensed professional counselor in the work with individuals and others involved in this field. We talk about issues that look to help educate individuals, families, communities, organizations, institutions, other mental health providers, educators, and anyone else impacted by addiction and recovery. When we are dealing with issues, problems, dilemmas, situations, our first approach, followed by probably our second, third, and fourth, is to try it out our way. And our way is usually on our own. So something comes up and we think, I got this. I can handle it. So we use whatever our experience and knowledge is and or we try and wing it or we might avoid it. But either way, we usually attempt to address it by ourselves. Our first thought isn't to go seek help from others and our other Second thought isn't, well, my way is the wrong way. You know, it's quite the opposite. We think we can do it on our own and that our way is the right way to do it. So we try, right? And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. At some point, if the issue isn't resolved, if the problem isn't fixed, the dilemma hasn't been addressed and the situation isn't solved, then you need to look at my way hasn't been working. And yet sometimes we continue to do it the same way, hoping for different outcomes. And in episode 76, which was a guide to the addicted child, which Richard um, Capriola, one of the exercises in his book is having family members and mostly parents identify interventions you've attempted with your child and what was the outcome. I think this is equally as beneficial for individuals to do in regards to their own problems with alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, etc. Think about all the interventions you've attempted to do likely on your own and what were the outcomes so to explore this i think we need to look at three really important questions how did you try it which were the interventions what were the results and where is here based off your like the best got you where you are. So when you look at it, how did you try it? The intervention. So was that trying to control it, manage it, 
reduce it, hide it, conceal it, lying about it, cutting back, um, only doing it on the weekends, only doing it every other day, only doing it for special occasions, only using a certain amount. There's a huge list. So really think about how did you try to address the issue initially or even after a couple of attempts. Then I want you to look at what were the results? Did the consequences go away? Did financial problems get better? Did the relationships in your life improve? Did you spend less time consumed by using? Did you feel better emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually? Did other people in your life look at the improvements that were made? Did other people comment or praise the changes that were happening as a result? So here's another long list. So I want you to think about what were the results of your interventions. And the third one is I want you to look at is where is here? Where is that destination? After doing it on your own with the the methods you tried, interventions, and the outcomes that happened as a result, where, where did you end up? And are you now in counseling? Are you in treatment? Are you in a residential program? Are you at a halfway house? Are you at outpatient? Are you in a group home? Are you at a doctor's office? Are you in a hospital bed? Are you, or were you in the the back of a squad car? Were you sitting in a jail cell? Where are you after the interventions and the results? Where did it get you? At some point, it's common to say to a client or to a patient that their best got them right in front of me. And over the years, it's varied, right? But at times, it might have been in the basement in a room with no windows with 15 or 16 other people in treatment. Uh, Maybe that seeing me after being arrested for a third or fourth DUI and being court-ordered to see me. Maybe that's after family members, uh, loved ones are looking at can't handling anymore and they're going to divorce or kick you out. And going to counseling is a must to at least put that temporarily on hold. You know, I say like that you're, that's, that's the best of trying to do it on your own got you right in front of me when you walked in to get help. Because people don't show up and say, oh, I think I have a problem, I need help right off the bat. You know, people often try multiple, several attempts to manage it on their own before coming to me for help. And I get it, like, don't get me wrong. We all try to do things on our own right from the get-go. We have a problem, a situation, something happens, and we try to handle it, right? I'm not expecting anything different from those who are also dealing with substance use issues, gambling, pornography, or other issues. I honestly expect the same thing. 
you you might think your drinking is getting too much and you might try and drink less. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't fault or shame or blame people for trying to do it on their own. Just the fact that they tried to do something. When someone comes in and says, yeah, I've got an issue with gambling or something and I need to cut back on it. Like at least they're acknowledging there's something wrong or they don't like and they want to try an intervention to reduce it or lessen the the consequences they've been experiencing. So I'm going to go with that and I'm going to work with them on that. But that's my point is it's not to shame people that trying to do it on their own at first or trying to find some way of managing it isn't a downfall or a problem. However, what tends to happen is that doing it on your own for so long and with the repeated attempts where it isn't changing, it's showing that something's not working. And I'm not going to say it never works, but if you're at the point of seeking help or you're going into treatment, there needs to be some recognition that my way hasn't worked. Because getting help wasn't your way to begin with. That is now after all the attempts to do it on your own hasn't been enough to help. And now circumstances have led to, well, this is now one of my last options. Or one of my only options that I have left. Therefore, it's important to practice some humility that I don't know everything. I don't have all the answers. I don't know how to deal with high-risk situations or peer pressure. I don't have it all figured out. Humility brings us to that place where we recognize we need to we need help just like other people need help. We recognize it in others, right? Like where we say this person needs some help. This person doesn't have it figured out. This person just isn't getting it. Sometimes that person is us. And it brings us to that place where we can recognize we are not unique in a way that excluded us from needing the help and support from others. We are not special in a way that gives us all the answers and solutions to all the problems we are going to experience. This just doesn't apply to the individual or individuals who are having problems with substances or, or pornography, gaming, gambling. But this is for all of us, you know, family members, loved ones, friends, helping professionals. We can all fall into this trap of thinking our way is the best way. Even despite proven, effective, evidence-based ways of doing it. You know, despite people who have paved the way with how to succeed, we still think, no, I think I want to do it my way. We can think we have been doing this for so long, we know how to do it, right? I've always said the more we say we know it all, the less we learn. And that's dangerous, I think, in life in general, but in particular with something like substance use and other addictions, that can can lead to some pretty tragic outcomes. Our best can only take us so far. And sometimes we where we end up is not the best place for us to be in. 
but our way got us there. You know, sometimes people have outlined uh, a map or pathway to get help or be successful. And we think, I'm going to go a different way. I don't want to do all that. I want to do it my way. I want to find the shortcuts and easy routes. I'm going to forge the river because I don't want to spend the money to safely get across and take unnecessary risk. There's a little Oregon Trail <laughs> flashback for you. Then at some point we wonder why we didn't get to the destination on the map, right? Well, we decided to do something our way. And our way might be different than what a tried and true way has already established and shown us. I I want to remind listeners that I understand people often trying to do it on their own and their way for the first few attempts. And like I said, I think that's completely normal. And why wouldn't we? However, at some point when the situation gets even more dangerous and and the consequences are getting heavier and the ultimate goal becomes further lost in sight somewhere we've got to reach some humility and be like i'm lost i don't know how to get out my way didn't work i need to find a different way that means i need to get help my best got me this lost. And so don't rob people of the opportunity to be there to help you when you do, because there are a lot of people who are ready to help. And we've talked about this before, but getting help is not a sign you can't do it. This is not to say that you can't do it. You have to be the one to do it. Going to get help is doing it. Asking for support is doing it. People aren't going to do it for you, but there are people there to help you in your attempts to do it. And I always think of where I've had people. People come to me in really bad circumstances. You know, they've burned every bridge. They've gotten arrested again. They have overdosed. They've been kicked out of a house. They, their finances are a disaster. Like they don't know what to do anymore. And basically what that, that tells me is all their ways of trying it and doing it haven't been successful. And all of that has led them to where they are, which is in my office, in the treatment program. And sometimes in like a dramatic way, not having the spa-like treatment facility sort of reemphasizes that. But, you know, whether it's just sitting in my, my office, sitting in a group with others or, or being in like coming into treatment, like we all know those aren't desired outcomes. When people started experiencing problems, they would have probably hoped they would have been able to do something to take care of it and manage it before coming to see me so they wouldn't have to see me so once they do see me that's where it's your best got you here and it will continue to do that until you learn that your best isn't yet what it's going to take to be successful 
that means now that you're in counseling, you're in treatment, that you're going to meetings or you're getting help, you can't walk in there being like, I know I've got this, I know what to do. If that were the case, you wouldn't be there. So you have to walk in there with like this, hey, I'm I'm like a student. I need to learn. I need to be taught. I am the apprentice. You need to be in that I don't have the answers. I don't know the solutions. I don't have all the knowledge. I'm here because I need to gain that. So then I can take what I've learned from others, use my support network, and then be able to do it this way, which is not just my way. It's a a collective gathering of many ways. So I think the three most helpful tips are going to come from the earlier questions we explored before. So I think this is where you know, if you're a fan of doing like an honest inventory, taking, you know, a piece of paper, a notebook, or even a computer, and really answering these questions honestly, but doing so will hopefully get you to realize that where you are doing it on your own isn't leading you to the outcomes you want and the destinations you're hoping to get to. So number one, What have you tried on your own? What are the interventions? Number two, what were the results or the outcomes? And number three, where did you end up? What were the destinations? So I think if you just take those and do an honest inventory, it'll get you to look at that the situation that you're in Trying to do it on your own probably hasn't gotten the results you're hoping for. And where you currently are now is not where you are hoping to be. You probably were hoping to be a lot further. Maybe in trust in some relationships or where you are with your using or or with your sobriety, whatever the case may be. I want to conclude also with three quotes that I believe will be really helpful with this discussion. The first one, I've said this before on a couple of other episodes it's important to to relay again is for ourselves not by ourselves the second one is you have to do it by yourself and you can't do it alone i think that's a really good one to say to yourself and think about how that really applies with what we're talking about here And the third one is, you can do anything, but not everything. Which is really important going forward with the longevity of this journey in recovery from addiction. Your current best got to where you are. And for many people dealing with substance use, gambling, pornography, you know, video game, and other concerning behaviors, it was your own way. Your own way led to being in dire situations that were you know, somewhat undesirable. 
asking yourself the three questions about what you've tried, what were the results, and where did you end up is a great way to have an honest inventory with yourself about how our best did. When your best isn't working, you need to recognize that the best thing you can do is get help. When you get help, be a follower to their guidance. Be a student to their teaching. Have open ears to listen. Have an open mind to learn. When you do that, your best will get even better. And you might be surprised by the change in what you do, the results, and where you end up. Thanks for listening. Hope you learned something.